Our scripture reading for this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 1. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, we're going to read verses 1 through 18. If you would, stand with me at the reading of God's Word. Gospel of John, chapter 1. This is God's Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. For from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. This is the word of the Lord. You would lift your hands with me as we come to God in prayer. Lord, we pray that you would meet us this morning through your word. We know you love to do transforming work through your word. All of the good things that you do in the lives of your people, you do through your word. And so we pray, Lord, that you would continue that work in us this morning, that you would help us to lock our attention on some aspect of the gospel, some truth of your word that will, that will begin renovation work within us. And will also strengthen the bonds of love and peace among us. So Lord, do this great work, we ask in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, amen. You may be seated. If you are visiting us uh, anew this morning, uh, again, we are glad you're here. Uh, And I want to give you a little sense of what we've been doing in this series. We have been working through uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 1. We've been working through the Gospel of John, chapter 1, and we have been taking uh, different approaches to this text to try and bring out different themes of this text. Because all of the Gospel writers, they begin their telling of the story of Jesus in different places in order to communicate different things. They're trying to give you a sense of where 
Jesus came from so that you can understand who he is. And so it will shape where you are going. One gospel writer begins the story with the genealogy connecting Jesus to the great promises that were given to the people of Israel. One gospel writer begins the story of Jesus with his earthly ministry. But this gospel writer, John, begins in the beginning. And as we begin to work through chapter one, as soon as we read the first words of John's story, we're being invited to remember the story of how God's story begins. We're, be, we're invited to remember the beginning of God's story. Because as soon as we hear the words, in the beginning, it channels the very beginning of the story. And it goes like this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and empty, and darkness was over the face of the deep. But the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Mark those words. Without form and empty and darkness. Before ever God does a work of creation in the story of Genesis, before it begins, there is this statement to capture the context. Without form and empty and darkness. This describes the context for God's creative work in the beginning. But I want you to notice what follows. The earth was without form and empty, and darkness. But the Spirit of God was hovering, and God said. I want you to get it in your mind. See the picture. Formless, empty, darkness. But the Spirit of God was hovering over the formlessness, and the emptiness, and the darkness, and God speaks. From the very beginning, God reveals himself as the God who steps up to the formlessness and fills it. He reveals himself as the God who steps up to the emptiness and fills it. He reveals himself as the God who steps up to the darkness and scatters it. Do you feel like life is chaos today? You feel empty? You feel like there's too much darkness in your life, in your neighborhood, on your job, in your world. Meet the God of the Bible. In the creation story, we see the creative potential when the Spirit of God is hovering over the formlessness. We see the creative potential when the Spirit of God is hovering over the emptiness. We see the redemptive potential when the Spirit of God is hovering over the darkness. Formlessness, emptiness, darkness. And by the end of the narrative, we see a world 
that is bursting with life, that is bursting with joy and beauty and harmony as all of the creation works together as a symphony declaring the glory of God. But it begins with formlessness, emptiness, and darkness. Without form and empty and darkness, it describes the original context of the first creation, but could not this language be used to describe the same world into which the Son of God came in the first century? Without form, empty, and darkness? Couldn't the same language be used to describe our own lives and neighborhoods and our city? Without form, empty, and darkness. But this Christmas Eve, we gather in hope because God still reveals himself as a God who steps to the formlessness and forms it. He still reveals himself as the God who steps up to the emptiness and fills it. He still reveals himself as the God who steps to the darkness and scatters it. Still the God of the ages who does this work. There's good news this morning, and I want to keep it on message and keep it brief. Here's the deal. This is the good news of Advent. When we couldn't work our way out of the darkness, when we couldn't spend our way out of the darkness, when we couldn't consume our way out of the darkness, when we couldn't achieve our way out of the darkness, when we couldn't romance our way out of the darkness, God sent his light into the darkness to scatter it. No amount of achieving or performing or consuming or romancing or spending can remove the darkness. It can't remove the darkness from your own life. It can't remove the darkness from your relationships. Only God's light can scatter this kind of darkness. Jesus is God's light. That's what this text is. That's what's in this text. Jesus is the light of love in the darkness of hatred. Jesus is the light of hope in the darkness of despair. Jesus is the light of mercy in the darkness of vengeance. Jesus is the light of humility in the darkness of arrogance. And yes, we see all of this kind of darkness within us. And surrounding us. Yes, we see the darkness of hatred in our own hearts. When someone doesn't share our convictions or when someone offends our sensibilities, yes, we, we see that darkness. We see the darkness of despair when things aren't changing and our lives aren't what we wanted them to be and our dreams get crushed and dashed. We know the darkness of despair. We, we know the darkness of vengeance in our own souls when we want to get even. When we want someone else to pay for what they did to us. We know the darkness of arrogance all too well. Where we look for the various ways that we can put ourselves a little bit higher 
than the next person. Look for the ways where we can lay our credentials out and get a little bit better standing, where we can appear in just a little bit better light because of our accomplishments. We know the darkness of arrogance. But when we see God's creative work, that God's spirit hovers over the darkness, that God can speak the word and bring light into the darkness, well, there is Christian hope. It's a hope not built upon who you are or how you do things. It's a hope that's not based upon if you were good yesterday, if you're doing okay today, and if you're going to do good tomorrow. It's a hope that's not built upon how smart you are, how attractive you are, or how, how faithful you are. It's a hope that is anchored in the goodness and faithfulness of God himself. It's a hope that will last as long as God himself. It's a hope that is as sturdy as God himself. It's a promise that is as strong as God himself. You will sooner break God than see any one of his promises broken. That is good news for us this morning. When we see God's creative work finished, it's a world bursting with life and joy and, and hope and goodness and flourishing. That's what we see in the first creation, but we're going to see that on steroids in the new creation. When God speaks that final word over creation, new, then we'll see it all. Genesis 1 plus. And it's going to be a good day. What's that mean for us this morning? This is what it means. When we look at our neighborhoods and see chaos, when we despair of the emptiness of our lives, when our hearts ache because of the darkness that plagues our city and the darkness that, that we consume through the media on a regular basis, even then, we can take hope that the Spirit of God is hovering over the darkness. And that when God sends his word out, it will not return to him without accomplishing what he sent it for. We may have a long list of disappointments, losses, failures, griefs, but God has written his word over top of it all. Hope. The first creation story, God saw that the light was good. But in the new creation story, we can see and testify that the light is good and that that light is Jesus. He has formed us into a new family. He has filled us with his spirit. And as Paul says, to close it, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God and the face of Jesus Christ. Amen? This is our hope. This is the good news of Christmas. Let's walk in the light 
and live in his love. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the light sent into the world. We thank you, God, that you were willing to shine your light on our dark lives. Lord, we thank you that for every one sin and piece of brokenness in us, there are a million glories in you to cast them out, to evict the darkness, to serve the final notice to darkness, that it will not be the final word in our lives, that it will not be the final testament of our lives, that we are going to rise up from the darkness of death into the hope and brilliance of new life. And so, Lord, we pray that 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 life would be at work within us, that your light would shine on us. I pray, God, that even right now in this very moment, that many of us would have your light shining on areas of our life where we need to invite gospel hope into the situation. Whether it's darkness in particular relationships, marriage right now being dark, or even experiencing a season of darkness, or parenting being dark right now, or even experiencing a season of darkness there, or work being a dark place right now. Lord, we pray that you would help us to long for and pray for and ask for your light to shine right there. And that our hearts would rejoice when we see you hearing our prayers and answering our prayers. We pray that you would give us the grace to persevere, to be your people that reflects your light into your world so that others may see your light shining, so that others may see and have the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. I pray your blessing on this community. I pray your blessing on all of the churches in D.C. that are faithfully holding out the light of the gospel. Lord, we pray that you would grow us this year, that you would strengthen and bless us, and that you would encourage our hearts in your love. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.